Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, February 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everybody. And welcome to the first of the month. Here we are. Finally, February. My gosh. January took forever. And so here we are in the shortest month. This one's going to go by in a flash. Just like that. It'll be over. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I don't know. I, I, I Actually, January was a really great month. But it was just a really long one, so I'm glad to be moving on. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, to see uh, Christmas break, New Year's Eve seems like three years ago. So I'm I'm right there with you. I, I wanted to start off by telling you I didn't see it on the actual TV show. I only saw the photos on social media. But I really like that outfit you had on yesterday afternoon. Thanks. I did not expect for it to be a hit. Um, I I it was just like a kind of an oversized uh suit, like a pink suit that I got. Um, and I just didn't really think anything of it when I wore it, and I just. I I got a lot of compliments on it, so thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I I was not expecting the reaction I got, and as a matter of fact, one of my, my coworkers was like, "Um, we need to do a photo shoot with you wearing this." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Just, it looks so good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, everything that was good in your world over there. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, good day yesterday. Kind of busy. Uh, had a was here for a little while, and then um, after the show, and then ran home. We have a situation going on in my home, which um, we can talk about later. But uh, there were people in my home yesterday. We had a situation. Everything is good. Everything situation. is fine. Yeah. We, we had a situation. There, there's something that's been going on that I said to my husband, hey, can you call? Because this is bugging me. This is really bugging me. So he's like, okay, I'll call. So he called on Monday. And uh, per people who would take care of said situation came <laughs> and gave their analysis. And I was like, okay. So, uh, yeah, there's a situation, but everything is good and everything's about to be better. I'm really excited about what's going down. So I'll talk about that later. Okay. On oh, good, morning, good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. So we dealt with that, did the TV show yesterday, came home and, uh, um, I, nobody was home. My daughter had practice. My, my husband was with her at practice. And, uh, so I just like kind of chilled. I, I watched one of my uh, Netflix shows and just, it was really, it was a nice night. It does look like a really nice day yeah, over there. That's how awesome. About you? Uh, I saw on Saturday night, I'm doing, I'm participating in this celebrity all-star basketball game. It's at Cox Pavilion, and there's so many celebrities there. Max Crosby, Kelsey Plum, uh, Floyd Mayweather has a team. Trayvon Diggs has a team. Uh, Dennis Rodman's going to be one of the coaches. There is like a laundry list of celebrities, and I'm lucky enough to be participating in this game on Saturday night. So 
Yesterday afternoon, the weather was great. No wind, no rain, no nothing. So I was out of the park for like a good 90 minutes. Just just practicing my basketball skills yesterday. That's good. Do you feel like you're improving? Uh, I, there was a couple things I wanted, I wanted to test. First off, my endurance. And I was uh, doing um, layups up and down the court. So I felt, I felt good as far as like running up and down the court. Worked on my uh, free throws as well. Worked on a couple three-pointers. Um, you know, you're not going to pick up basketball skills in, in 24 hours. I just wanted to get a refresher out there. And hopefully get some time out there this afternoon. And then it's... Uh, uh, here we go Saturday night. That'll be fun. Well, yeah, good luck on that. I'm sure that you're going to do great. It's, uh, you know, as long as you remember all the rules, you know, like no over the back and all that good stuff. And don't be fouling people all over the place. Again, my, my game plan passed to the true athletes. Yeah, that's yeah if, a good I, idea. if I'm out there and Kelsey Plum Solid is on my plan. team, a very simple. Oh, there you are. Here's the ball. Go, yeah, go do your thing. I'll <laughs> stand back don't here. Don't try to be the star. No, just no, no, kinda, no, no, no. Just try to, you know, get the ball to someone who can shoot it. <laughs> and, and work on those free throws because let's say I am fouled. I, I, I just want want to you know at least make it look good when i'm at the uh, free throw line yeah that's uh that should be a good time that um is and it's for charity too right yeah the, the, the charity is called d up on cancer they help out kids uh with cancer they help out other cancer oriented charities as well so yeah it's, it's all for a good cause nice. on saturday night so yeah, it should be so a, even should if be you a make fun. a fool out of yourself it's for charity so exactly it's okay. <laughs> if it's an air ball i can say coach coach rodman it's charity those will be thrown and, and not necessarily by you like those are always thrown in charity basketball games so if it happens don't get bad because another one will happen and it'll probably be someone else so you'll be fine and i think that's i think they'll have like the athletes you know the real athletes start the game and then you know because there's a lot of people participating so i think that the others including myself will get out there towards the end yeah <laughs> you'll be like okay this game is so far gone throw in the backup okay well, uh, fernandez you, you get out there now that's all right that's all right as long as uh, everybody gets a fair chance to play you know it's as but as long as your parents don't call the, like um, why did my kid get any playing time what's going on mr mayweather um we want to talk about my son yeah, jc he probably Practiced and he got zero playing time. This is unacceptable. So, and where's his participation uh, trophy as well, Mr. Mayweather? That could happen. I could see your dad getting defensive of you and calling and, and demanding playing time for Get you. Get him out there, Floyd. I can definitely see that. All right. Well, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get the first pick of the show. What do you guys want to hear? Do you want to hear "All I Want" by Toad the Wet Sprocket? Point of No Return by Expose. Or do you want to hear Me and You by Cassie? Get your votes in right now. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Musical director Adam Blackstone has managed three Super Bowl halftime shows, and he's in charge of Rihanna's coming up here uh, in a couple weeks. So he was on Good Morning America and said regarding Rihanna's performance, we will be in for a surprise. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I can't wait. There's a lot of uh, anticipation behind this one, so that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of names thrown out there, too. So Super Bowl is happening on Sunday, February 12th, a week from Sunday. The nominations for the 2023 Kids' Choice Awards, they're out. Taylor Swift leads all nominations um, with, with all nominees with five. Lizzo, Harry Styles, and Beyonce also scored multiple nominations. Now, not only did Taylor Swift get five nominations for herself, her cat scored a nomination her favorite celebrity pet. Aw, her cats are so cute. They're adorable. Well, they, they have the list of the pets here. They don't say, um, I think we can kind of figure out whose pet they are. They don't say they're dogs or cats, but Dodger Evans, so I'm guessing that's Chris Evans' pet. Yeah, that is his, uh, it's his dog. It's his dog? Yeah. Gino Jonas? Uh, yeah, I guess. One, one of the Jonas Brothers' pets? Hmm, okay. N- Noon Coleman, celebrity of the last name Coleman. Noon Coleman, um... Let's Google. I'm sure they're on here somewhere. Noon Coleman. I am Zendaya's beloved son. Uh-oh. I like walks and treats. I also like annoying Darnell. I'm a good boy. <laughs> he has his own Instagram. <laughs> well, Noon Coleman is up for a Kids' Choice he's Awards. He's cute. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I love Noon Coleman. <laughs> then you have Olivia Benson Swift, her cat. Yes. We know that. Then Piggy Lou Bieber. Okay. I was guessing Justin Bieber's pig, maybe. And then uh, my, my French is not the best, but Toulouse Grande. Ariana Grande's pet. Is it a dog? Is it a cat? How bad is my French, Steph? Uh, it, well, well, I don't know about the French, but she has a lot of dogs. And she has a pig. I think it's the pig. Toulouse Grande is a beagle chihuahua mix. Oh. And it's so cute. So cute. It's Toulouse, yeah. I hope the uh, the winning pet is there when they do these, uh, these Kids' Choice Awards. So one of the biggest movies this month is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which comes out on February 17th. And, of course, Paul Rudd is still Ant-Man. And if you look at Paul Rudd, that man has not aged. His first movie was 1995 in Clueless, and he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he is definitely uh, a freak of nature in the best way possible. He certainly is. So he's revealing his secrets to his eternal youth. And the key thing is eight hours of sleep. <sighs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> if only you had an extra four hours in the day to add that to your sleep, you might get eight hours, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he did an interview. He says eight hours of sleep is key, then diet, then weights, then cardio. So his routine is he gets up, he has a cup of coffee. And then he does cardio before he eats anything, and he lifts about three days a week, he says. And as far as his diet, he eats eggs every day, very costly, a lot of salmon, drinks protein shakes uh, that are just protein and water, no fruit. So if you want to look like Paul Rudd, that's his secret. Oh, man. that's uh, I'm telling you, this is, this is something we need to listen to. <laughs> the man knows what he's talking about. He has not aged. Um, speaking of uh, uh, movies and everything, Black Panther, you saw Wakanda Forever? Uh, yeah. It's out today. If you didn't see it, you have Disney Plus. That movie is out today, so you can uh, stream that on Disney Plus today. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1772. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, February 1st. It's the first of the month, everybody. Rabbit, rabbit to you. Good luck on this short month, 28 days. And uh, yeah, here we are. That means that Super Bowl's around the corner. That means that Valentine's Day is around the corner. A lot going on this month and a lot, a lot going on this morning. Like, I just can't keep up with everything that's happening. The announcements, the all the stuff. Can we say stuff? Can we not say stuff? There's a lot <laughs> happening right now. I'm just kind of like 
throwing my hands up in the air like, you know what? I, I give up. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff happening, stuff we knew that was going to happen, but happening sooner than later and surprise announcements coming out this morning. A lot's going to happen on the show in the next hour. Yeah. We know that for me, sure. You don't want to go mm-hmm. anywhere. You do not want to go anywhere because, yeah, there's a lot happening <laughs> this morning, but it is so good to be here with you guys uh, on this Wednesday morning. How's everything going for you? Did you do uh, Did you do rabbit rabbit when you woke up? Uh, yes. First I thing. Did. Yes. Boom. So good. We got, we got, got good luck for the month of February. That's good. Yeah. Uh, all's well in this world. Just kind of, uh, just, just, I'm in a funk. I'll be honest. I'm in a funk. Oh, I will get, I'm I, sorry. I will get out of said funk, but uh, yeah, I'm just in a funk. Just uh, the, things have just worn me down. I'm just worn out this morning. It's, it happens. It happens. And, and don't feel, don't apologize for it. Don't feel bad about it. Don't say, oh, I'll get out of soon. You take as long as you need in that funky place. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to, you just have to work through it. You know, don't force it because then you're going to get in another funk. Oh, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you have to sit in that funk. You just sit in it mm-hmm. and, wait, and wait for it to pass. And enjoy the funk. Enjoy what's around you. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, As someone who has went through a major funk, especially while we were on vacation, like major funk, um, I, I would just, my advice that you did not ask for is that you have to just let it ride out mm-hmm. you can't if you force yourself and try to pretend like everything's okay and pretend like you're you're good even though you're not it just eats up at you even more and it puts you in a deeper funk so ride it out and we're here for you if you need us oh thank you that's so nice of you to say yeah sometimes you just get sometimes you try you try you try but it just wears you down you say yeah that you just said you threw your hands up with all that's happening on the show. I threw my hands up at life last night. I said, you know what? I said, this all, all shall pass, but uh, I'm over things. Yeah, but. I'm sorry. Yeah, that really sucks. That's a, a bad place to be. Well, um, on my end, yes. and so we, I can tell you want me to distract and d- deter. So we're going to deter. Um, so on my end, uh, I am really excited about something. Like, And I don't know if we'll talk about it later, but I um, I wrote to a company because some one of their products was defective. Well, sort of defective. It might have been part of partly my fault. And I got not only a response from them, but they said they're sending me a new product. I got the tracking number this morning and I'm just like, wow, that's good customer service. And I wrote them an email last night thanking them for their excellent customer service and that I will be a customer for a very long time to come. I like you talked about this on the 7 a.m. Social Club, I think, uh, at least to us behind the scenes. And I, I won't say anything about it, but I, I like that. That's it's really cool that this is happening for you. And also the fact, too, that I think a lot of times when people write something, it's to complain. It's that it's a bad Yelp review. It's it's your company did this. What happened to this? It's nice that, um, you know, things got sorted out for you. And then you're also letting them know, like, hey, thank you for going above and beyond. We appreciate that. And I'm sure someone's going to get that and they'll recognize the people that were involved in going above and beyond for you. Well, I think, too, when I approached them initially, it wasn't like your product awful. Da, 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 da. Mm. I literally started with it with. Hello to my favorite company that makes blah, blah, blahs. And uh, I started out, I'm like, I love your product so much. I have so many of them. I was really sad when this particular one didn't work. I was wondering, do you guys offer any guarantees on it? And they were like, they were so receptive to it because I didn't start off complaining to them that's and that's it's i look back to that whole southwest cancellation debacle and in line for a few hours watching so many people go up to the ticket agents and you could see some people get up there angry what is going on i got a flight why did i and it's not the ticket agent it's not their they didn't cancel they didn't the flight and you watch the demeanor because you can say obviously the ticket agent's like why are you getting mad at me and you see them change and then you see someone else go up like hey oh man this stinks um you know what can we do here and it's, it's all how you approach people and you see the, the people that um 
acted in kind, it looks like they got kind in return. Yeah. From his agents. Just, uh, yeah, if you're ever, you know, wanting to reach out, kill him with kindness. Yes. I'm telling you, it works. So on today's show, we can tell you this. Tickets to go see Usher that happens at 825. It's also Wednesday, so we have two truths and a lie coming up here right around 630 and a lot more coming up on the show. What do you have coming up in What's Trending? Well, yeah, lots going on in What's Trending. Ed Sheeran says he's back a huge concert announcement this morning. And Tom Brady says this time he means it. What is it? We'll tell you coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Whoa. Just whoa. We have a big announcement. This is definitely what is trending right now. According to Beyonce.com, Beyonce is going on a world tour. The queen is embarking on her renaissance tour and she will be stopping in Las Vegas. This is according to her website and her Instagram posts and every other news outlet that is out there. So I'm just telling you what I'm, where I'm getting this information. She is going to be at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, August 26th. Tickets will go on sale very soon, according to her website. And uh, we'll have more details on that. But we should have some tickets uh, lying around here next week for you guys. So make sure you are listening for that. That is huge. I I think we all kind of saw it coming since the new album came out. There's rumblings of this of a tour. And she did that show in Dubai last week or two weeks ago. And they're talking about that's probably the warm up for her big renaissance tour coming up. But it's official. Beyonce made it official. That tour has happened. Yeah, she uh, she made the announce this morning and it is literally like the number one trending topic happening right now. So um, big news and very excited that she is going to be making a stop here in Las Vegas. That's going to be a huge concert. Uh, August 26th, as Mercedes said, and yeah, we've got your tickets next week. You'll be the first ones to have tickets to go see Beyonce. Yeah. We got them next week, which is awesome. Also, uh, I take that back. She's the number two trending topic oh, this she morning. Is? To- wait, 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 hold on. What, what could be <laughs> Beyonce announcing her world tour? That would be Tom Brady is trending uh, this morning. The legendary quarterback announced his retirement this morning again in a video. He said he's retiring for good this time. Here's what he had to say. I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. He uh, he's calling it quits. And there were those rumors that he was going to the Las Vegas Raiders and everyone was like, ooh, Brady to the Raiders. Nope. He's if he comes to Las Vegas, it's going to be for retirement and to play golf. So <laughs> to watch the game, watch the Super Bowl next year. He does have a house here. So yeah, I, I, he may be spending a lot of time here. He has won seven Super Bowls and was named Super Bowl MVP five times. This is that, that announcement just came out this morning, right? That yeah, just, just came, now. I, I love this. You know, you were talking to his agents and people and like, listen, Tom, why don't you do it prior to the? Pro Bowl. 
Maybe like maybe like Wednesday morning. Come out. Not much happening. Pro Bowl stuff doesn't start till Thursday. You know, people are looking for NFL news to talk about. He's like, yeah, nothing's gonna be happening on Wednesday morning. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, start it, Beyonce. I mean, could you get two bigger stories for Wednesday morning, February 1st? Oh, my gosh. I will say, I don't think he's trying to promote the Super Bowl. I think he's trying to uh, promote 80 for Brady. Which is out on Friday as <laughs> yes, well. Yeah, I, I perfect think this timing. was all a ploy was... to, to promote 80 for Brady. That's why he came out of retirement last year. Yeah. You know what, Tom? If you play one more season... It will tie into the movie coming out. Absolutely. So that is trending. Finally, this morning, Ed Sheeran is trending. The singer returned to social media yesterday after a long absence. He said the reason he was gone was because he was going through some stuff. Here's what he had to say. Oh, well, here's, yeah. so the reason I'm making this video is uh, just being totally honest. I've had some turbulent things been happening in my personal life, so I just didn't really feel like being online uh, and pretending to be something I'm not when I wasn't feeling like that. He didn't get into specifics, but I mean, if you look at the last couple of years for him, they were very busy. He and his wife welcomed a second daughter. He also started his mathematics tour in Europe in April of last year, wrapped it up in September. And then this May, the tour comes to the U.S. and Canada. Ed had some good news, though. He said that things are looking up now and he's going to be back to making weird posts. And that is what's trending. It's Wednesday, so we have two truths and a lie. And that's coming up here in about 10 minutes. You all set for this? I am ready. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us will be lying. But are you able to tell who's telling the truth and who's lying? We're going to be live streaming also on our YouTube channel and on Facebook if you want to check it out. Uh, Two truths and one lie. Coming up next. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. You've heard of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is time for two truths and one lie. We are live streaming right now on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning. You can uh, see behind the scenes. You can see if maybe you can tell who is lying just based on some of their mannerisms, their facial expressions, or you can just listen and see if you can get it from that. Two of us are telling you the truth about something. One of us is lying. We have predetermined who is going uh, first or no, who, like who's doing what, but who is going first? Do we know? Steph, do you know? remember who went first last week? Uh, gosh, I, I don't say JC. Okay. Yeah, I think I went first last week. Okay, yeah. Steph, then you're uh, you're going first this okay. week. Okay, <laughs> let me uh, silence my notifications. Everyone's blowing me up about this Beyonce tour. So <laughs> Yes, this Beyonce tour that she announced this morning. <laughs> yes! Okay. Tell okay. me when uh, you're ready for me, yeah, uh, Clock starts now. So yesterday, we, for Try It Tuesday, we did champagne, or diet cocaine, which is diet coke <laughs> and champagne. Well, that was my first alcoholic beverage since New Year's Eve. I've been doing dry January. I did do minus one day for Try It Tuesday, but I decided to do it. I did no alcohol, no White Claw, no nothing, not even a sip of alcohol since New Year's Eve. I'm trying to go back thinking like of everything that happened in January. Did I ever see you have alcohol? And photos too on social media. Yeah, Mm. this is a tough one. I've kind of been low on social media too, so that'll be kind of hard to... uh... To confirm. Con- confirm. Yeah, with your right. party. Do you have a, you'd have a house party? Not saying that you can, you can have a house party without drinking. That's, yes, look, that's Many people true. do that. That's, that's easy true. to do. Although hmm. I live in a little apartment, I could have a, like, you know 20 people over, but <laughs> no, I don't know. Do you guys remember? Uh, hmm. Is Steph telling the truth or is Steph lying? Has she had a dry January? 
that we didn't even notice? I feel bad though. That's the case, and we had her have alcohol on the final day. I know. <laughs> I really do. You, you were so close. That's why I think she's lying. Yes. That's why I think she's like. She would have said something. Yeah. If she was really trying to go like the entire month, she would have been like, "Hey guys, can we maybe do this next week in February? Because I'm trying to stick with this dry January." So that's why I think she's lying. Oh. Yeah. Steph is also. Point. Steph is that sweet that she'll give up her dry January just to do a good radio segment. <laughs> but she's also a tourist, and they're stubborn, and if they put their minds to something, they're going to oh, do it. So that's a good point, too. Oh, yeah. Is Steph telling the truth or is Steph lying? 702-364-9400. Or you can comment on YouTube or on our Facebook page. Okay. That means I am up next. Are you are you ready for yeah, me? Clock starting? starts now. Okay. I had a pet monkey for two days. This uh, was when I was 13 years old. Uh, our neighbors, our neighbors had the pet monkey, but they needed to find a new home for it. And they asked if we wanted it. And I, I, of course, was like, yes, I do. So I took it for two days to see if it would work out. And I didn't tell my dad. And he was so mad when he saw the monkey in our house. Wait, two. you kept the monkey in your house for two days? Yeah. But they gave me all the stuff. They gave me all the stuff. He, like he was like this big. He uh-huh. was so small. And uh, I kept it in my room with the little cage and stuff. And I, I ran out of time. But yeah, that's that's what happened. I love the fact that you may have had a pet monkey for two days. Two days. Did, what was the name of the monkey? Did you give Chico. it a, Chico the monkey. Chico no. was his name. He, he was, was so cute. I don't think you could have gotten anything past El Jefe. You, I've never met your dad because I met you guys after he passed. But from what you guys say, the stories, he sounded strict. I remember there was a story about a dog once that he not let you keep. I do not see you get a monkey past El Jefe. El Jefe traveled though for work. Maybe he was he out did. of town. Oh, that's right. Yeah. it's uh, That's the thing. Like He was very much not wanting pets in our house. And I wanted a pet so bad. So I like took that dog that I took Chico for two days that didn't last so I had to take him I, I, I had to Chico take all this stuff he had like the well he ate like lettuce and stuff like that but they also had like this specialized food they were like these little nugget thingies I don't even remember what they were but yeah he had his whole little thing it was really cute he was cute. He was like Chico. a little white and he had like brown little dots on his head. I will never forget Chico. Chico the monkey. I just wish we learned you. about Chico the monkey long, uh, before this. <laughs> Me too. All right. Me so too. there you go. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? 702-364-9400. Let's go to you, JC. Are you ready? Yeah. Clock okay. starts now. So I'm doing that celebrity all-star basketball game on Saturday. Um, this is not my first celebrity basketball game. I did play one in Washington, D.C., the radio station I was at, we played against 98 Degrees. And do you guys remember the band Dream? It was a girl band. Yes! Dream. He loves me. He loves me Was that not. Dream? Yes. yes! I think so. The members of Dream were on the radio station team. So we were awful. And I, the standout moment is I got a breakaway. I was going in for a layup. And Nick Lachey fouled me so hard. And then I got up to the free throw line and I missed both of them. And so because of that, I've been practicing free throws and my layups uh, for this celebrity game on Saturday. Mm, I feel like I've heard that story before. So I kind of think he's telling the truth on that. I don't know if the Nick Lachey fouling you is true, but I feel like I remember you talking about playing in a game with 98 degrees. Can you name all the members that were with on your team that you played with? Like is it on my team? Yes, on your team. Well, we had the entire radio on air radio station staff. Okay, and then we also had all the members of the the girl band Dream. Okay, it was, it was at a high school. It was a, a contest. Can you name all the members of Dream? 
Um, I could not. <laughs> I could not. Uh, I just remember. It was the, many, many moons ago. I remember ago. the girls from Dream, but it was it was like a contest they did, and so uh, high, high schools entered, and it was a winning. It's, it's like as soon as I arrived in Washington, D.C., they're like, do you play basketball? I'm like, ah. Like, we're playing next week. I'm like, okay, here we go. All oh, in on this basketball game. Oh, man. Did they give you guys, um, what are they, positions? Were you like a point guard, or were you? I would think it was guard, yeah. It was, it was, it was chaotic. It was just, yeah, I remember talking to 98 Degrees before the, before the game. Like, hey, guys, want to go have some fun, and maybe do this, like Harlem Glow trial style and they're like we're at, we're in it to win it. We're not 98 degrees. Yeah, yeah 98 games. degrees came out to win that game and win the game they did. I I I don't know. What do you guys think? Is JC telling the truth or is he lying? 702-364-9400. Uh let's go to some of your comments. Frank says, "Is champagne really alcohol?" LOL. Oh, yeah, maybe you did complete your dry January. Uh Ace's lefty says Mercedes is lying. Frank also says Mercedes is lying. She definitely would have mentioned this before. And anyone that had a monkey would have spoke about it. I, I feel like I did mention this before. I, I I feel like you guys missed this one. Uh, clowning around with Boo Boo says, I think Mercedes is a Pinocchio. <laughs> that okay, was a scary bye. picture, by the that way. That was kind of terrifying. Yes. Um, uh, this one uh, says, agree, JC spoke about this before. Let's go to the text lines. It says, Steph is lying. And then right after that, it says, Steph is telling the truth. Huh. Which is it? We've got them balancing each other out. This one says, I think JC is lying. I think he played in the basketball game, but I don't think Nick Lachey actually fouled him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the big reveal. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Truth teller number one, where are you? I'll never forget that moment. Nick Lachey, he fouled me hard. Oh, it was hard. I felt like I remembered that story. I, it was, uh, but I wasn't sure about the foul either. <laughs> yeah, no, all, all, yeah. Dream was on our team. Uh, Nick Lachey hard, fouled me hard. I missed the free throws. It, it was, it was a lot of fun though. But uh, going into this bit as truth teller number one, I obviously know that in the truth, and one of you two must be lying, and I can't figure out which one it is. I'll be honest. Oh, really? I can't figure out between the two of you which one is lying. Well, hey. you're about to find out. I love this truth teller number. It's me! What? Dry stuff! I did not drink any alcohol since New Year's Eve, besides the fact that we drank some diet cocaine It yesterday. was so, so little. Yeah. I don't think it counted. Wow, good for you, Thank Steph. That's you. awesome. How do you feel after... I feel good. Days. I feel good as far as like I reached a goal and I think I did it just because I was feeling a little yucky after the holidays. Yeah. But it feels really good and I kind of want to keep it up like just special occasions, drink, maybe have a white claw here and there, but not have an excessive amount. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. That means I was a liar. Oh, Chico. There, there, there was no Chico monkey. <laughs> no Chico the there, monkey. There was no neighbor with Chico. I just completely made that up. Sorry. I hate lying, but one of, the game. Has one, one of us has to do it. And, know. you know, and then. You it's, guys it's, read right through me. You guys knew I was lying on that one. I would have definitely talked hard. about that before. Hard to lie. I know. I I notice when I lie, I just don't make eye contact. I keep looking down. No. Like, that's my tell. If you guys ever want to see if I'm lying, I will look down. I'm just like, It's hard to come up with the truth, too. I'm like racking my brain. Like, okay, truth, truth. It's it, We've told a lot on the show. We've been, I know. You know it's, it's, it's hard to do that stuff, but it's, it's a lot true. of fun. Maybe we should turn it to two lies and one truth. So only one of us has to find the yes, truth and the yes. other two lie. That's the pressure <laughs> doing like the that. truth. Um, Hot Three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, family feuds. How many of you have had a, a feud with a family member? And 
a surprising amount of people have had one with this person in their family. We'll tell you who it is. Also, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their nominees for the 2023 class. We'll tell you who's on that list. And a new study has figured out what Bigfoot really is. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast here we go three two it's time for the hot three on mix nutty 4.1 do you have a family feud that is happening in your life well a six-year study on sibling estrangement has found that 28 percent of people have at least one estrangement episode with a sibling and 14 percent had multiple estranged siblings now the risk of estrangement was greater in siblings with lower levels of genetic relatedness we're talking like half siblings versus full siblings but those who did not grow up in the same household um those are the ones that have a lot of estrangement too um and estrangement episodes though were often temporary uh, also sister sister pairs but not brother brother pairs were slightly less prone to estrangement than brother sister pairs 
So younger siblings also were a little bit less likely to report estrangement from their older siblings. And the risk of estrangement was very slightly higher in respondents with a high number of siblings. There's a lot of reasons. Disruptive family events, um, particularly divorce or death of a parent were associated with an increase in the, the probability of estrangement. Definitely had family ones. Nothing, nothing current right now. But there definitely been some situations before in the past. Do you, do you, do you have anything right now with any? I mean, never, it's never been with siblings. We've been with parents, but not not with my brother or sister. Have you have anything in the past or anything right now? Um, no. I I finally we finally have gotten to a good place. But I would agree with the disruptive family events, uh, like divorce or death of a parent. When my dad died, um, it was actually before he died. As you know, he was going through, um, you know, his fight with brain cancer and all that that just like tore us all apart it was it was a mess it was a mess like we were all mad at each other we were all fighting with each other i we stopped talking to each other it was a disaster they definitely tore us apart and you know we have finally after so many years like come back together and i think we're everybody is good and in a much better place but i can completely relate to that when my dad was going through what he went through it it really tore us all apart with so much emotion too that you're dealing with and then i mean these are life decisions you're having to make too as well with your father and then all getting on the same page i can only imagine what you guys were going through and it does make me happy to know that things are things are kind of settled down and and on the right path now which is which is nice to hear yeah um it's it's one of those things where it's like you uh you want what's best for the fam for your whoever is going mm-hmm. through it and you know that they wouldn't want to see you fight but at the same time here you are fighting yeah. and it's, it was a mess uh. but um so that's going on this morning also this morning yesterday the rock and roll hall of fame officially became more inclusive and now we know why the 2023 nominees for induction for the rock hall were announced today and among them are names that you might not associate with rock and roll Willie Nelson is on that list. On the road again. And I know last year, Dolly Parton was inducted. And she's like, well, I'm not rock and roll. I, I shouldn't be there. And they're like, we can induct who we want to induct. And you're getting inducted. <laughs> I love it. Willie yeah. deserves to be in the, in the Hall of Fame. I, I would agree with that. Other nominees include George Michael. Um, Well-deserved. I think he should go in there, too. Kate Bush is on the list. Wow, you think Stranger Things has something to do with that? I most certainly do. I feel like it just jogged their memory. Like she she was there this whole time and they're like, oh yeah. Um, Other nominees, Missy Elliott is on that list. We have the White Stripes. We're not going to go through all of them, but I'll just kind of throw some of them yeah. at you. Cheryl Crow, Iron Maiden, uh, Joy Division slash New Order, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, Warren Zevon, and your girl, Cindy Lauper. Now, eight of these nominees are on the ballot for the first time, and the top vote getters will be announced in May. And fan voting is open now, so get to it. I know you want to vote for your girl. Heck yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta uh, take care of some things for the next three hours. Um, but this, so yeah, this is like the overall group, and then it'll be like you said, so the voting, so we whittle down to the official. This is not the official. These are the ones that are up to get nominated into this year, correct? Right, exactly. Okay. So Go, Cindy! <laughs> there's a lot of uh, very deserving artists on that list. I mean, they're all very deserving right? artists, let's be honest. Alright, finally this morning, if you believe in Bigfoot, this may 
like really throw you for a loop. Uh, for everyone else, it might be kind of obvious, but a new study may have figured out what Bigfoot really is. And the answer is something that definitely does exist. A data analyst looked at all the reported Bigfoot sightings in the United States and compared it to different animal populations. And it turns out the spots with the most most sightings also tend to have the most bears, specifically black bears. The link between the two was so strong, he even put a number on it. He says there's an average of one Sasquatch sighting for every 900 black bears in any given area. If you've ever seen a black bear walk around on its hind legs, it does look oddly human. Um, There was this bear in New Jersey that went viral for doing it a while back. Texas and Florida were the only states where his formula did not work. Those two states don't have many bears. But they did have Bigfoot sightings. So it's not clear what those people are seeing. He also tried to use his formula to figure out what the Loch Ness monster is. He hasn't been able to do that yet. One theory is a giant eel. But he says that the odds of an eel that big hanging out in Loch Ness are pretty much zero. So he's still <laughs> trying to figure out that one. We did a trail ride. We're in Wyoming. We Every summer we go to Wyoming. We do like a trail ride up in the mountains and everything. And this past summer, uh, our, you know, our trail guide, he, he swore that he saw Bigfoot. And he pointed out the areas. Like, I, I saw him over there. And we're all like, ooh, taking photos of where he saw Bigfoot. And we leave there. I'm like, what? He's no Bigfoot up there, man. It was a bear. It's a, it's a bear, dude. Relax. But everybody is. He's telling the story. Everyone's like, where? Right there. And they're taking pictures of the sp- supposed spot where he saw Bigfoot. We're not seeing anything, but this is the alleged spot where this guy says he saw Bigfoot one year. That is, uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I think that, you know, there are unexplained things out there, but then there are some that are kind of obvious, and I'd say that falls into this category. <laughs> it was a bear, man. Yeah. It was a bear. Hey, there's tickets to go see Usher. We have them in the 8 o'clock hour, and don't forget next, we kick off our 7 a.m. social club. We'll be live the entire hour on social media. You can watch this on Facebook and YouTube, and that starts in about three minutes. Well, there's a lot going on this morning, and if you are uh, if you are just tuning in, just wait. Just wait until you hear everything that's going on Bet- between the Daily Dirt and what's trending. We've got a lot to talk about, but um, it, it, we've got those tickets to see Usher also coming up next hour if you're listening for that. Is there something that... Do we have to do this thing now? Or? Uh, no, I think we're, we're safe doing it in the you're dirt. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, we're, right. we're fine, yeah. Um, is there something that, as an adult... It makes you so excited, but if you were a kid, you would not be excited about it at all. Like, you know when people say adulting, it's mm-hmm. kind of annoying, but let, like, let's be honest. There are like adult things that you get excited about, like tile for your house or countertops. What is the thing that, as an adult, made you so excited that, as a kid, you would never have cared about? We have something happening in our house today. And I purposely kept it a secret because I want to get your reaction. I want to see if this is something that would make you excited. So um, yesterday, uh, or not yesterday, day before yesterday, I asked my husband if he could call the plumber. Because um, when we flush our toilets, it it's like the stuff in the toilets is going down, but the, the toilet paper just stays there. It just doesn't have that oomph like it used to have. Uh-huh. And I was like, maybe they need to snake the drain. It's just... What's going on? And it's not just one toilet. It's like a couple of the toilets. And I was just like, can you call them and have them come out? Is something clogged? So they came out yesterday. They looked at everything. They're like, your toilets are really, really old. Like, really old. Like, over 20 years old. And we're like, yeah, we've never replaced the toilets. So he's like, well, these two definitely need to be replaced. The other two I think you're okay with. 
and my husband's like you know what while you're doing it i don't want to have to come you out have you come out again let's just replace all four toilets so today we're getting four brand new toilets. Wow. Isn't that That's exciting? Exci- yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm so excited. Has the, <laughs> and has the toilet game changed? Yes. Because I'm trying to think. We've been in our house since 2010 and every house we go to, I've never replaced the toilet. What has changed about them? Bigger oh. seats. Tell me more. The 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 valve it, it, in a reg in the old toilets is like one to two inches. Now they're three inches. So it's like whoo, like more. Oh, like the, the it's it, it, it fits more. No, no, like the for the water uh-huh. that like the force on it. Oh, like, you know how when you go to a toilet, you go to the bathroom at like a casino and like the toilet's like super. It's gonna suck you in with it. It's like that. It's like an airplane toilet that's going to be in my house. I'm so excited about this. They have such cool toilets. We were looking at them yesterday, and I was like, wow. I am getting excited over toilets. I, If you would have told me as a kid that you're going to be excited about toilets one day, I never would have believed you. Never in a million years. Like, who gets excited about that? I am now super excited about toilets. Is there anything that you get excited about now that you're an adult? But... As a kid, you there's no way you would have even cared about that. Mattress. We uh, we subscribe to Casper mattresses. We have one in our guest bedroom, one in the, in the uh, primary bedroom. Is and, it a subscription? As in like, you know, like we were like we're believers in it. Like oh, we subscribe okay. I was to. Like, like, what do you get a new mattress every month? It's every year. You get it's it's it's, it's like the fruit of the month club. You get a new mattress every month. No, we just we subscribe. Love uh, Casper mattress. Uh, the, the, that's like our go to mattress. It's so comfortable. And we're lying in bed last night. And the one in the guest bedroom's been there a little bit longer, but the one in the primary bedroom we've had it for maybe two years now, or maybe a year. And we're just lying in bed last night. And Laura just looks at me. She goes, "Isn't this the most comfortable mattress ever?" I'm like, "Yes." Just lying there's like ah. It is so comfortable. And it's funny because I go back to when I was in college, post-college, my 20s. I had the same mattress for like 15 years, which was used that I bought from a buddy who got it used from someone he didn't even know. I didn't care about mattress or, or, or the firmness or what it felt like. It was just a thing to sleep on. But now as an adult, give me a good mattress. And we, when we stay in an Airbnb, that's the first thing we do at our hotel. We sit on the mattress. Like, oh, it's like, oh, oh it's a good mattress. Or like, oh, it's a flimsy mattress. But they're never as good as the home mattress. No. Never. They just don't compare. Yeah, I feel you on that. Mattresses are something that are so exciting. And I I remember as a kid having to go to the mattress store with my parents. And it was the most boring thing I could ever imagine. My brother and I would go jump on the beds. We'd run around. I'm like, this sucks. And now the thought of going mattress shopping is exciting. Yes, there's so many different styles and yes. things to try. So uh, mattresses and toilets, the seat, does it mold to you? Are the seats different? Like... Talk to me about the seats. Are the seats the same, or is there? Is there they, 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 un- they look more modern. They look it just. It looks like a modern toilet. It looks cool. I'm and so then, excited. And then like it flushes hard, and you there's like you know you can have different heights. And oh my gosh, I just I I, I can't wait. Um, we're getting a bunch of texts. What do you get excited about as an adult that you never would have been excited about as a kid? Uh, Kelly says getting excited for someone else getting a brand new vacuum. Like, oh, you're getting a vacuum? Oh, nice. Yay. As a matter of fact, we got a text here. It says, I get more excited about a new vacuum than I did when I went to Disneyland as a kid. Um, this Another vacuum one, getting a new vacuum and the feel of new socks is something I get more excited about as an adult. Oh, this is a big one. Naps. 
Remember you hated naps as a kid? Oh, I'm looking forward to my Sunday oh. afternoon nap. And it's, what, Wednesday? Naps oh, yeah. Naps are the best. Uh, this one says, I get a room. I got a Roomba vacuum. I love it. I walk down every morning to nice, clean floors. Um, I get excited over KitchenAid attachments. Yes, on the mixer. Oh, my gosh. There's just so many possibilities. You got to use the bread hook one. You use the regular mixer. There, there's just so many possibilities. What time are the uh, toilets coming? 9 a.m. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. We're white? What color? Toilets. All white? Uh, they're all white. Yeah. 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 They do have other colors. Oh, yeah, sure. We had a blue toilet growing up in our bathroom. Did you really? Wow. Okay. Matched our blue tile. I only saw um, black, blue, and cream. Or no, not black. Or black, white, and cream colored. I did not see any blue toilets okay. available. It's, it's still there. It's still it's still this. When I go home and visit my parents and I go upstairs into the kids' bathroom, it is, I'm like, I am sitting on the same toilet that I sat on when I was seven years old. Wow. And I thought my toilet was old. <laughs> That's why it's blue. That's the thing back then. <laughs> it matches the blue tile. Yeah, no kidding. My uh, my nieces go over and they're like, wow, this toilet's so cool. It's blue. <laughs> it's old. Uh, you know, now that you mention it, I think my... Um my grandma has a blue toilet in one uh, in one bathroom and a pink one in another one. Whoa! She had a yes. I remember now. You just jogged a weird yeah. memory. Yeah, interesting. It's hard to find a blue toilet seat too. Um, there's tickets to see Usher one hour from right now. And speaking of tickets, Beyonce is coming to town. Details on how you can get tickets are coming up in just about seven minutes. All the rumors are true. Yeah. It's time for the daily dirt on Mix ninety four point one. Beyonce announced her Renaissance World Tour. The news broke this morning. This tour will start in Europe in May and will be here in the States starting July 12th in Philadelphia. Her last tour was in 2018. And Beyonce is coming to Allegiant Stadium. She'll be here on Saturday, August 26th. Tickets go on sale Saturday, February 11th. We will have your tickets all next week to go see Beyonce when she comes to Allegiant Stadium in August. That's going to be huge. Everyone is going to want to go see that. And she's going all over the place, but there's just something special about Vegas, you know? And we were talking to her in the 7 a.m. social club. Uh, we're live streaming, if you didn't know. We stream the entire hour on YouTube and Facebook uh, about the ticket sales. And hopefully things will be smoother than Taylor Swift. Yeah, please, Ticketmaster, get your stuff together. Let's let's make this happen. You have to February know? 11th to get this done. Yeah, I, I'm all about that. Closer dates, too, by the way. She'll be in Phoenix on the 24th of August, and then she'll be in L.A. on September 2nd and September 3rd, SoFi Stadium. I'm and so excited. Her and Taylor uh, Swift's tour, they don't cross at all. I-, I looked to see. They'll be in the same city at the same time. They won't be. That's, yeah. Could you imagine that? Oh, man. What a mess. <laughs> what <laughs> be, a mess. Oh, the new DC studio bosses have laid out the future of the DC universe. Are you more Marvel, DC? Where do you fall on this Marvel, whole thing? You're Marvel. Marvel, for sure. Do you check out the DC stuff? I mean, I've seen some of the uh, I've seen some of the things, but I'm I'm more into Marvel. So the big movie that'll launch the new DCU is Superman Legacy, which will come out July 11th of 2025, and there will be a new actor playing Superman. We're getting more Batman, the Joker sequel with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. That's happening. There's a Penguin movie that's coming out as well. Supergirl is getting her own movie. Didn't they do Supergirl but scratch the whole thing this year? Yeah, I feel like they already did that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, they scrapped the whole thing. Well, they're, do, they're doing it again. And they're saying she'll be more hardcore than Superman. 
There's a Green Lantern TV series called Lanterns, which is coming to HBO Max. They're saying Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has nothing to do with this. He was the Green Lantern in the movie, and I don't think he's happy about that role. Uh, Wonder Woman prequel is coming as well, called Paradise Lost. That's going to be a series. I like the Wonder Woman movies. They're really good. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring this up because something just blows my mind. Oh, no. So Dr. Phil is coming to an end after 21 years. Okay. Debuted in 2002. He got to start in Oprah. Um, it's going to wrap up this spring. But what do you think his biggest accomplishment is during his 21 years as the host of the Dr. Phil Show? Discovering, uh, th- discovering, catch me outside, how about that? This girl right here, Danielle Brigoli. Catch me outside, how about that? Bad baby. Catch me outside, how about that? Catch you outside. Catch you outside. She has made over $50 million on OnlyFans since starting in 2022. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but she, yeah, her, she changed her name to Bad Baby. Yeah, Bad Money. Oh, Bad, bad baby? baby. Bad Baby. Bad Baby. Bad yeah. baby. $50 million in OnlyFans she's doing. I know. I mean, who knew that it would lead to that? All thanks to Dr. Phil. I hope that she get, sent him a nice fruit basket or something. Uh, yeah, or a commission or something. Yeah. So a new study looked at which TV shows inspired the most baby names last year. And the top three names are from... You want to guess the show, actually? I I actually had that in um, in uh, the hot three, so I know this. I saw this. I thought it was good, though. I like the names. Yellowstone's the show, and the top names are Dutton, Rip, and Casey. Not surprised. Those are cool names. I like those. Yeah, solid names. Yeah. Um, the name Dustin, popular as well. What TV show? It's coming from a TV show. Stranger Things. Yes. And then there's an increase in the name Simon over the past couple years. What TV show is Simon coming from? Simon? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I watched a show with a Simon in it. You did. Uh, you j- just talked about this person recently, the actor. The actor? I don't know. Who is it? Uh, from Bridgerton. Oh, Ray J. yes. Sean Page, is that his name? Yes, yes, yes. I love that guy. So there's an increase in assignments thanks to the show Bridgerton. Hey, tickets next hour. Tickets for you to go see Usher. We have them at 825. It's Mix 94.1. Wow. I like that. I, I just was waiting for that hard ending. <laughs> It's a, that's a what end. we call a cold ending um, in radio. There's some songs that fade, but that's like, is it listed as a cold ending in the um, system? It's gone. Let me see what it says oh, okay. here. Let's see I it. just am curious because, yeah, they're, they're, on the cold endings, you got to be ready. Like, boom. But if it fades, you can kind of just talk into it. I can't tell what it says. It doesn't oh, say here. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, we were just talking about fr- bring, being frugal and doing things that some people might consider cheap. And you brought up something off the air. That I think is funny, and I've heard that of it before, but I've never actually known anyone who's done it. So it, does this really happen, or is this just one of those stories that have been kind of thrown out there every time the Super Bowl comes around? And, and the story is that with the Super Bowl, people go and they buy big screen TVs, a new TV for the house, and they set it up, and they have their big Super Bowl party, and they watch the game, and then the next day when the game is over, they pack up that TV, and they return it saying it didn't work, it doesn't fit, or some excuse, and they return that TV. So they're going, they're buying the TV for Super Bowl weekend, having the Super Bowl party. Next day, game's over. They're taking that TV back. Do people actually do that? Is that a thing? Was that ever a thing? Was that just like something that like people brought up? Like, ah, you know, go buy a TV, and then once you're done using it for the Super Bowl, you return it the next day? I've never heard of someone actually doing it, but I have heard that story before. But I think that there are a lot of people that do things 
to save money that maybe are on the side of kind of cheap. I think I fall into that category on several things. I am very much like a saver and a scrimper. I was just telling you this morning, I, I had a pair of jeans that I bought last year. And they're my favorite jeans. I love these jeans. I have two pairs of them. And both of them started kind of uh, like little rips by the pockets. No problem. Took them into the to the seamstress. She put a patch on them. So they're fine. But the other day, that same pair, I'm wearing it. I'm going to get in my car to go home. And I sit down and it goes just right in the seat of the pants. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no fixing this one. So I sent an email to the company and I was like, hey, I was just wondering if you guys have any sort of guarantee on these. You guys are my favorite jean manufacturer. I love this style so much. I just wondered if you had a guarantee and they wrote back. They're like, can you send us pictures? So I sent them pictures of my ripped jeans, not on, uh, on the floor. And uh, you're all posed with them. (laughs) Look. Um, And then I all of a sudden get this tracking number and they're like, we're so sorry about that. We are sending you a brand new replacement pair right now. I'm like, wow, I thought I was going to get like a discount code or something. You're actually sending me an actual pair of jeans? Best customer service. Was it cheap? Probably. There's going to be wear and tear on jeans. You know, I've had them for a year, but... They guaranteed them, so that was nice. That's smart. That's great. Yeah, it's, a lot of people might just you know get rid of them, buy another pair. You save some money, and you get a new pair of jeans. The best. I know. Very smart. I'm very excited about that. What is the frugal thing you do? Uh, 702-364-9400 is our number. Uh, this text just came in. It said, I did summer sales for security, and everyone would go buy a TV and game console from Walmart or whenever. Use it all summer for entertainment. Then when summer is over, you go return everything. <gasps> Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. That, and they have to take it back, right? There's no, like... If you had it for that long, though? Because you know, here, here's my situation. I was thinking about the TV thing. Here's my situation. I, uh, eighth, ninth grade, um, like three years, I went to Villanova football camp. And it was, as soon as school was over, it was a one-week stayover camp at Villanova University. You slept in the dorms. The first year, I went with my cousin. We just bought our, like, our, our clothes, and that was it. And we noticed people had... TVs, they, like these guys would come to camp, they'd, they'd set up TVs, they had refrigerators for their drinks. And so the following year, I'm telling my parents and my cousin's telling his, his parents, like, hey, people have all these things. And so my dad and mom, they went out and they bought a mini fridge. Like, here, you'll get a mini fridge. You can keep your Gatorade in there, your waters. Like, cool. So we had a mini fridge with all of our treats in there for the entire week. Football camp is over. They come pick us up. They pack up the fridge. It's like a week later. I'm like, Where, where's our mini fridge? My parents, they took it back. I mean, they bought in the following year, year three, got a new one. They went, bought bought the mini fridge, used it for a week, packed it up, took it back. Wow. Travis, do you do something kind of frugal? Uh, Not recently, but when we were in college, we actually used to uh, go to rent a center and rent TVs for just a week because you can just do it for like a week and you could do that. And they would bring it to you and take it home and they pick it up. After the Super Bowl, they, they used to hate it. Wait, so there? I've never heard of this. There's a place that you could rent televisions for, just like renting a car. Yeah, there's a there's a store called Rent a Center that they rent furniture and stuff to people. Like it's a rent to own place, but oh. there's no like contract for like you have to finish it out. So you just 
do it for the week or so, and then you go, ah, I actually can't afford a TV or I don't need it, and they they come and pick it up for you. Wow. Who knew? That's awesome. I mean, th- not awesome for them, I'm sure, but um, this one, Joyce says, Kate Spade sent me a brand new purse when my old one fell apart and I complained. That's cool. I mean, hey, they want to have happy customers, right? Yeah. Uh, this one says, I work for retail for the big bullseye company, and yes, People do this with TVs for the Super Bowl. It's really common. They also return half-eaten food from parties, unopened drinks, party utensils, and decor. I have so many stories. I also loathe these people. Like, have some kind of morals, but they also don't pay me enough to care, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great half, but half, half eaten food here I am the fridge guy but half eaten food like you buy a cheese platter like uh, this, the rest of this cheese wasn't good I know Sarah just really quick what did you do to, to be frugal so there was this uh, bagel shop that we loved in college that we would walk to uh, and at the end of the day we noticed that they had so many bagels left over and we asked what they did they would donate them but we just asked if they would donate like a little bag to the college students who were poor and didn't have any money and so they'd fill a bag for us to give us some bagels to oh, take with us and freeze them so, so we could have breakfast for the week what what was the name of the place you know what? I It was so long ago, I don't remember, um, but I was up in Reno, so um, I wish I remembered it, but I do not. Oh, but that is so sweet. Can you donate to the poor college students? Yes. <laughs> yes. Here's our donation to you guys. You're eating like a king with bagels every morning for breakfast. It's great. Uh, Usher tickets next hour at 825, and then the Hot 3 is up next. What do you got for us? Where is the best place to get married in this country, and what is going to be the most popular wedding date this year? Also, People say, or a new study says people are 50% more likely to listen to advice from this person. And wait until you hear about this. A basketball coach was fired. And the reason why he was fired is something I think that a lot of us would like to try. But I don't know if we could get away with it. He didn't get away with it. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Planning a wedding, it can be challenging, time-consuming, stressful, expensive. That's why so many couples will hire professional planners to handle the heavy lifting. And that's just one of the expenses that add up to the average couple spending around $28,000 on their wedding. Between the venues, the invitations, the flowers, the food, the drinks, the reception, those costs add up quickly 
But where you decide to tie the knot can make a big difference to your bottom line. So WalletHub, uh, they they listed their best places to get married in 2023. They compared a bunch of cities on key indicators of wedding friendliness, looking at everything from the average wedding cost to venues, uh, event spaces, per capita, all sorts of things. And based on all of that, they have named Orlando, Florida as the best place to say I do. It was first overall last year. It remains there in 2023. Um, the number... Um, the number two city was Las Vegas. Las Vegas came in at number two, followed by Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Florida, and Atlanta, Georgia. And speaking of weddings, um, a lot of people like to pick significant dates, um, specific days of the year, so that they remember their anniversary when they get married. And uh, this year, they say the most popular wedding date of the year will be September 23rd. That is according to wedding planners. It's a Saturday. It falls in that peak wedding season, but it, it's also the double 23 mm, that makes yeah. it very appealing to a lot of couples. So it uh, it makes the anniversary easier to remember, too. And, and it turns out those numbers are really good numerology, too. So if you're into that, that's the date, September 23rd. Any 777s, 888s, 111111s, 1212s after they got married on those dates? How's the marriage going? You and I both married here in Las Vegas. Great spot to get married. But look, and, and you can't tell someone, like looking back, I just wish the same thing, like just stupid money spent on things you do not need. I wish, it, like if I were to go back and tell myself, I wouldn't want to hear it. Like, no, we're doing this. We're doing this. But just, I just wish we would have done things a little bit differently when it comes to the stuff that we bought for the wedding. I would have not invited so many people to. I would have kept it smaller. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, if I ever look at the video, I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Who's that person? I like, it's just, I can't believe, and and some people I hardly knew at the time, like, why did I invite them? That is so bizarre. I remember your hairdresser was there, but weren't a couple friends from the salon there as well? Her date um, was someone uh, that I didn't even know. It was very awkward. (laughs) It was very awkward. You invited your stylist? Here I am, committing my life to this person, and who are you? Oh, welcome, (laughs) you know? It is what you think about it. You should be like, close friends. And, and fam, close friends, family, and, and that's it. Yeah. It, what's funny is that, like, I, you know, when you invite someone and you put plus one if you want to let them have, I didn't put a plus one on that. And on the return that she's coming, she added a plus one. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> I did that. You did that? Not at your wedding. Oh, okay. It's, I was like, no, you, I, yeah, no. I, I, I knew you, who you were yeah. bringing. I was going to a buddy's wedding, and Laura and I had just started dating, and he sent me the invite, and it just it said for me, and I'm like, no, I'm going to bring my date. So I wrote back, yes, and I wrote on the web, plus one. That is so, I didn't know. so tacky. I know. I cringe when I think about that. Like, I envision him, like, getting it, like, uh, okay, JC's going to bring the girl that he's been dating for three months. Cool. Oh, okay, awesome. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, who is this stranger? Okay. Uh, and oh, your kids, friend? Yeah, because you knew my date. No, no, yeah. no, no, not your with you. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I loved your date. Yeah. No, and it was the the stylist one. I was like, <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Um. Also, this morning, if you are looking to get advice from someone, is there someone you trust more than someone else? A new study has found that people are. 
50% more likely to listen to the advice of friends and family over an expert in the field. It's called it's a concept called social proof which was first coined back in 1984. It re- it refers to the wisdom of friends, um the excessive influences a person's social circle may have on their decisions even if they're opinions are kind of limited and it's not new, but they're saying it's more prevalent now with social media. Um, Behavioral scientists say we prefer advice from friends and family because we instinctively trust them and we believe that they have our best interests at heart. Plus, if we follow the advice of our social circle, we may feel more reassured and supported in that, in that decision. So if you're having to make some investments, would you trust a friend to give you advice or like a financial planner who would you trust more um i would actually trust a friend depends on the depends on the friend but yeah i have some friends that are, that are pretty smart in that world i i would trust the friend yes yes i would i it depends on the friend but mm-hmm. i get that because i would be thinking the whole time with the financial advisor are they telling me this because they get some sort of kickback mm-hmm. on this like uh, yeah and you have the trust with the friend like they have nothing to gain from this so yeah maybe i just uh I just go with their advice. Relationship advice. Would you turn to like a therapist or turn to a friend first? Um, you know, I actually think a therapist on that one just because I think there's a bias with friends and they're not always, I wouldn't say honest with you, but sometimes they sugarcoat things and someone who's not in the situation and can see things more oh, clearly, yeah. I think uh-huh. would be more beneficial to me just personally. What would you say? Well, it depends. I think same thing with the financial stuff depends on the friend. And do they go through, do they have the experience um, to give me advice on what I'm going through? Like, do they deal with the same issue? Do they have that same problem where they went through it and they can give me the advice on what they went through? But if not, yeah, a therapist can give you that just that outside eyes, just telling you like it is. Give me that, that that hard dose of medicine. Yeah, maybe the therapist then. Yeah, I go I go therapy on that one. <laughs> All right, finally this morning, this sounds like the plot of a really bad 80s or 90s movie, which could not happen in real life, but it did. Two weeks ago, the assistant coach of a girls' JV basketball team in Virginia entered the game herself as a player. Her name is Arlisha Boykins, and she's 22 years old. She was impersonating a 13-year-old who was out of town and was not able to play. Now, there's video online of Arlisha playing in the game, and she was not worried about staying under the radar. She was full-on balling. Nuh-uh. Like, just going to town. After word got out, Arlisha was canned by the school. Several other coaches, including the head coaches of the JV and varsity teams, were also let go. The girls on the team decided to opt out for the rest of the season. The dad of the 13-year-old girl who was being impersonated was not amused. He's saying coaches always preach about integrity, so I was shocked. Brooklyn's volleyball game. One of the girls is not there, and they're like, hey, Mercedes, would you come out? I have dreams, like, about that. I have (laughs) dreams. I'm not kidding. I have dreams where I'm all of a sudden playing in a game, like, on my daughter's team. Uh And, like, I'm good. And they're just like, whoa. And, And I'm like... I can't believe I'm playing. And then I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be playing in this game. What's going on? But I literally will dream about that. Oh, you, I think you you would be, A, you're a good volleyball player. I think you'd be really good against these girls. Uh, I, we sometimes uh, at our old club, they had a parents versus uh, players game. Uh I looked forward to that game so 
hard. I would always get so excited because there was another mom on the team that played uh, collegiate volleyball. So we would basically be the two ball hogs and just <laughs> pass to each other and we would destroy them. Okay, oh wait, my I, God, it was I, so satisfying. How old were the girls at the time? Um, it was Sophie's team. So I think they were like... 12 or 13 yeah, years old. Yeah, take it to the 12 year old. <laughs> I remember I blocked Sophie once and she was so upset with me afterwards. She's like, you didn't have to block me in front of everyone. I was like, oh, you got to learn how to take it. <laughs> That's sports, kid. You got to deal with it. Hey, in the 8 o'clock hour, there's tickets for you to go see Usher. That happens right around 825. Your tickets to see Usher are coming up in just a few minutes with heads up. Do not go anywhere. It's been a busy morning. A lot of breaking news. A lot of stuff to get to. But I think this is kind of breaking news. Uh, Steph's dad got his ninth tattoo. Was it? Is that right? Ninth tattoo. What the heck? He? I didn't even <laughs> realize he had that many tattoos. How funny. I actually had to ask him because I didn't understand what it meant. Well, first he sends me a picture and I just sent it to both of you. And I'm like, whoa, that's a cool tattoo. It's in the back of his neck. And I was like, what does it mean? And it's basically a tattoo that represents your highest joy and excitement. He's very spiritual. So all of his tattoo have some, tattoos have some type of spiritual meaning behind it. And he said um, that this one didn't hurt as bad as the one on his wrist. I was like, oh, wow. Very interesting. That's a huge tattoo on his neck. Mm-hmm. That is gigantic. It's like a triangle. And then what would you explain that little symbol? Like a swirl in the middle of the triangle. Yeah, I love it. That's cool. And it's on the right side. Do you see why he went with right side versus left side? He didn't. He actually didn't explain it. He went into this huge, deep meaning on what it also means. It's like when you look at someone or if someone is talking bad about you, it's really just a reflection of themselves. And if you someone said something bad to you, it's just it goes right back to them and you just say something something like oh that's interesting as a response and i like wow you are really deep dad and i just think that overall my dad is way cooler than i am do you, i think he, your dad is yeah he is definitely on a level i don't think he's cooler than you but i do think <laughs> he's on a level of coolness that a lot of parents don't get on like he is very into tattoos and spirituality and like that's like his his thing he's in a band he sings like that's cool he is a cool parent that's right I, I don't he know. is in a band <laughs> i don't know if my parents were ever that cool i don't know i don't think that they have that level of coolness oh hold on one second because every every parent has some kind of level of coolness you just maybe have to think a little bit maybe it doesn't jump out like cool things like isn't your dad also a dj Oh, yeah. He also DJs. So maybe it's not stuff as, as, as obvious as that, but I think a- every parent has got a level, level, level of cool in them. He's got to figure out what that, what that is. Uh, do you think your parents are cooler than you? Um, cooler than me? There's some cool factors about them. <laughs> but as a whole? <laughs> like Steph Fulon said, her dad is cooler than her. He, he is. I, I truly think my dad's cooler than me. Okay, I look at my mom. Do both parents. My mom. She's amazing. I think so, she can cook anything. I think that's so cool. She, she's great with the, with the grandkids. The, uh, my nieces look like my nieces adore my mom. She, she, she can relate to them. I've, I saw my nieces for the first time for Christmas. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> like, hey, cool. How's track? All right. Someone jump in here and help me with the conversation. Yeah, you're like, I'm done with <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, and then I just think my dad, too, the fact that uh, he's, he's Cuban, was born in Havana, speaks Spanish. I think, and yes, I can learn Spanish. I took Spanish lessons, but I, I didn't pick anything up. Duolingo. <laughs> Stone. I think it is so cool when he, when he just you know, drops into Spanish. I'm like, man, that is cool. I wish I spoke Spanish. I, I mean, 
I don't know. My parents, like, I think my dad was cool in his day. But as he got older, I just think, like, I, I'm trying to think, like, how he was cool. He was a dad. He was my dad. He's not supposed to be cool. Your dad, how many cars did your dad have? Too many, according to my neighbor, Tamara, who got into a fight. Yeah, well, Tamara needs to back down. Your dad was right. What do you call her? <laughs> the B word. <laughs> <laughs> Tamara needs to cut. Your dad had some really, really cool cars. You got one of them. I think there's a couple other ones in the family. Yes. That's a, that's a coolness okay. factor. Okay, my dad had cool some cool cars. My mom, um, she, she, like your mom, she can pretty much cook anything just without a recipe like she does it i I said mom i love the soup at olive garden the pasta fajol i can make that literally three hours later it was made and it was even better i was just like how did you do that how do you know what to put in there like that's just bizarre but um i I don't know how well she is cool like she knows some current groups and stuff and i'll tell you know i'll tell her oh we're gonna go to this concert and she's like oh I love that person. She loves the weekend. She's cool in that aspect. She, she likes the weekend. He's very handsome, she says. But I think the cooking thing, too, and your mom's probably didn't have to go to the store and buy a thousand things. She's got everything on hand. She's got everything, all the spices, everything that's needed is inside that house. But does everyone have this with their parent where they have stuff where the ex- expiration date is just ungodly? I cannot go through her pantry without throwing away eight or nine things because... There's expiration dates from before my kids were born. I'm just like, 2005? What? I, I might need that. It doesn't go bad. And I'm like, yes, it does. It's disgusting. <laughs> and that's some spice that probably had a long shelf oh, going into it. It's so bad. She probably bought that, via, uh, the, the, uh, you know, Y2K. She bought that spice. Sometimes I'm like, how did I not get salmonella as a child if my mom has like all this expired <laughs> stuff? I don't understand. It builds up your immunity. That's why you got such a rock solid <laughs> stomach right now. Usher tickets coming up in 15 minutes. Last night, I went to the gym, LVAC, like I always do. But last night, I was very paranoid about my actions at the gym last night. Why? I was so concerned if there was an attractive woman doing something or any lady doing something. I looked their way that they might be filming me. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that uh, a couple days ago where there's a big trend on TikTok where um, women are calling out guys that look in their direction and uh, act like they're being harassed when the guys are literally just like, look, they just like glanced at them and then, you know, walked and did their own business. And there's a guy on there named Joey Swoles. Did you get a chance to watch any? Oh, of his no, videos? I got to go back watch his, watch his videos. His, I love his videos because he's like, tr- he's trying to promote a good gym environment, not just, you know, calling out the women who are doing this, but calling out the men who are doing things that are rude too. like um, there was one video of a guy. He was posting himself in the locker room, like posing and showing his progress on his back. And there's a guy behind him, like getting dressed. And the guy behind him is like, Hey, could you like not film in the locker room? Like there's literally signs up that say that. And the guy was like, oh, this, these people. Bleh. And the Joey Swoles guy is like, dude, he's right. Mm-hmm. You should not be doing that. What are you doing? And so um, it's just filming at the gym. What do you guys think? Do you think that it should be banned completely? I know a lot of gyms are considering a complete and total ban on filming at the gym because there's issues with it and like have you ever are you a filmer you you want to you want to watch your form you want to have you know you want to post 
you weren't at the gym and you don't post them, you know, what did what are you doing with your life? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I posted a picture from the gym like two weekends ago. Well, they got a new they got a, they got new equipment. I was like, so excited to use. I'm like, check it out, new machine. I gotta try it. So I did a I did a video of me on the new machine. You gotta. I mean, everyone does that. You know, you you're at the gym. Like, hey, look, I'm at the gym. But <laughs> and, and but then maybe you're the person in the background. You're like. I really don't want to be in this person's video, but I want to do my workout. Like, what the heck? What do you guys think about filming at the gym? Should it be banned completely? Or should they have like a section that's, okay, you can film here, but you can't film anywhere else or something like that? People still don't follow the rules, obviously, if they're still filming like in the dressing room mm-hmm. and stuff. Do you do you ever wonder how many videos you're in the background of, of someone's video just by accident, just by chance? They're filming something. When I went to San Diego to fly out to, to get Laura this past Saturday, I just I filmed myself walking off the airplane, like kind of getting into the airport. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the video back and there's like a couple dudes that I kind of walk by. And I'm like, those dudes have no idea that they're on my video on social media. Do you ever wonder how many videos that you're actually in? I yeah. And, and sometimes I've caught myself in videos and I immediately like turn my head uh-huh. or we'll try to walk out of it. I remember I was at um the like one of my kids games i can't remember it was this was a few years ago and i was sitting there and i noticed a girl that was sitting in front of me was snapping me like on snapchat like i could see her phone and she was holding it so i was in it and i'm like what is this kid doing i'm like what the heck and so at first I'm like turning my head so she can't get a picture of me. And then I'm like, you know what? I want her to know that I I see what she's doing. So that I, I saw her still trying to do it. And so finally I, I waved in it and she just put her phone down and just put no. it in front of her. She's like, ah, ah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm, we're all probably in tons of pictures. I think of like photos that I go back to my childhood where we're at Disneyland and there's just random people in the background. I'm like, where's that person mm-hmm. now? Where's that person now? You're in this beautiful family moment of where are you now? Are you, I hope you're still with us. You know, my brother, we went to Disneyland. Uh, he saw Mickey Mouse for the first time, we went running up and gave him a big hug. And, you know, this was before cell phones and stuff. So my mom like quickly grabbed the camera and took like this photo and we got it developed, and it's the sweetest picture of Mickey Mouse giving my brother a hug. And he's a little kid, but there's some random kid who's like almost in front, blocking my brother with his hand up, like "Hey!" Like I wonder where the "Hey" kid is. Say, what's he doing? Where is he right now? Is he an entrepreneur? Is he a businessman? Is he a teacher? What's that guy doing right now? Yeah, he's he, he's got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Hopefully, you know. <laughs> the, um, we're getting a bunch of texts here. What do you guys think about recording at the gym? Um, other public places. This one says, I used to work at the forum shops, walking to work. Everybody takes pictures in front of the fountains. And I'm sure I'm in a bunch of pictures because I would just go where I needed to go and not worry about it. That's from Don. Uh, this is from Rev. This says, there's a lot of people that are insecure about their bodies and it takes a lot of buildup to feel confident enough to go to the gym. If someone is deliberately recording other people, it would make me too insecure to return. Oh yeah. I've seen like that Joey Swoles guy call out people who are filming maybe someone whose form is not good Mm -hmm. who maybe it's their first day maybe they're not in the greatest shape and they're like uh get out of here you're taking oh all you new year's resolution is get out of here and he's like you had a first day too Mm -hmm. you had a first day too what are you why are you doing this if they can you imagine opening up social media and seeing a video of yourself 
trying to better yourself and someone's making fun of you. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. You would never return. You would never return. So um, it's just, it's a a slippery slope here. I get wanting to record. I recorded myself at the gym, especially when I did CrossFit. I always wanted to have like, you know, video to see if my form needed to be changed up and stuff. But at the same time, you got to respect that other people around you don't want to do it. Uh, This text says, I think absolutely filming should be banned at the gym. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Should it be banned totally? Ah, uh, no, I, I get the filming for your form and stuff. My concern was that the girls like setting up guys, and, and I don't, and hopefully it's not happening at LVAC. And it's and LVAC is a really good environment. Um, you don't see shaming, or you don't see people looking, giving side eye, kind of laughing at people. And and if you're in that situation, help help someone out because I, I played football in high school, but I was so intimidated to go into the gym and work out because all the guys were bigger than me, and some of the coaches would help out. But it wasn't until after I finished playing football. I went to the, the local gym it opened up. It was called the Center Club. It was a really nice gym. And same thing. I'm very intimidated working out. And I was, I was afraid I was getting judged. And one of the other seniors, his name was Rob Monahan. He came up to me. He's like, hey, let me show you a different bicep exercise. And, and he showed me something to do. And, and it was very encouraging. And it was that day that I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not being judged. People are here to help mm-hmm. me out. That I went all in on working out. And I started to get, get some muscle. And I got a little bit bigger after football because it took this one player – there's one a classmate that show me a couple things and, 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 and point out that people aren't laughing at you. We're here to help you get bigger. Yeah. The, I told you about my girlfriend who split her pants at the gym the other week. Yes. And a guy came up to her and took his sweatshirt and he didn't even say anything. He just wrapped around. He was not hitting on her in any way. He was just trying to help her. She was in a bad situation. She didn't realize it. And he wrapped around. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know your your things ripped and she's like oh my gosh he's just like i see you here bring your sweatshirt yeah. bring the sweatshirt at some other time it's totally cool like whatever and i'm just like what a nice thing steph you saw one of those joey swole's videos what which one did you see i did it was a one of a girl in a studio and she was working out and behind her was an older man and he was uh, on the boxing um what's it called oh i saw that one the punching yes, bag the punching bag yes, thank you yes, yes. and he like did a kick or whatever and then he she edited it where he's it was just of him and it was like a side eye like he like what is he doing like she was making fun of him this old guy at really? the gym yes. the, yeah and yeah. then Joey Swole duets it and then he shares his opinion and how we should be happy that this older gentleman is trying to get his health and his fitness but not bashing anyone and recording someone without their permission and it's just so funny if you read the comments some people are like you wish you have that flexibility when you're that old <laughs> yes. they ever say on the text line too it's a good point you know they should have like a, a special photo booth or photo area yeah where you can go you want to take pictures that you know you after you get your pump on or show that you're at the gym they should have like a, a certain section so you can really get in there and do selfies without embarrassment do your photo op here this yes. is where you do yes. your photo ops have the LVAC logo in the background <laughs> I like it time to win right now we want caller 20 at 702 702- 364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up, and we got a great prize for you. We have your tickets to see Usher. Back by popular demand. He's adding new shows to his My Way Vegas residency in February and March. And if you're ready to win those tickets, now's your chance. Caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to see Usher. Easy as that. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400. I don't want to say I'm a surgeon, but I perform surgery. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is it? Al song? Oh my God! Why did that flashback? Oh yeah, there was. Was it like a surgeon? Like a surgeon yes. based on Madonna's "Like a Virgin." Yes. Uh, have you ever performed self surgery on yourself? I know it's probably bad, but I do it probably once every mm, three or four months. And I don't know if it's technically surgery, but the way I look at it is there's some blood involved. Um, There is a sharp object that I use, and I use it on my body to cause relief. And I'm talking... Wait a second. (laughs) Let's try to guess what this is. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. There's blood involved. Yes. I have to use a sharp object. And there's a sharp object. I always use alcohol and peroxide. You sterilize your utensils, your equipment. Yes. A sharp object. Has anyone performed self-surgery? What you... And what was it? Or maybe a self-dental work, too. <laughs> Is it a dental? No, we need to cut. You do it often. About every three or four months. What are you doing? I, I'm I'm digging out my ingrown toenail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, like a surgeon. <laughs> a surgeon. Dude, last night. Like all day, I was wearing high heels in the afternoon and my toe was just like, oh my gosh, it was, it felt like someone was stabbing my toe. And I'm like, it's that ingrown toenail. It's back. Oh my gosh. So I get home. I go upstairs, I get the rubbing alcohol, I sterilize my toe, I sterilize these little cuticle scissors I have, and it has like the sharpest point. It's it's deadly. And so I just, I keep digging in my toe, digging, digging, getting through all the skin, getting past the nail, getting down in there, and then I feel it. I'm like, I feel it, and I'm like, and then pop. And it, this piece of skin or nail flying out, I'm bleeding all over the place, <laughs> trying to clean it up. I was like, I think I just performed surgery on myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mercedes a surgeon. Hey, like a surgeon. Okay, who has performed self-surgery? Ingrown toenail? <laughs> it's probably not the best thing to do. I should probably go to a, a podiatrist to fix that, but it's just easier if I do it, and then I'm good for another three or four months until it comes back, and then I complain again. But yeah, it's man, such a little thing should not be so painful. It's ridiculous. What about just an ingrown hair in general? Have you ever had ingrown hair to take care of? I remember this was years ago, but I had right like along my pant line. There was like a cyst that was like forming on my skin. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it was so painful because my pants and underwear would rub up against it all the time. And it was there for a few days and kept getting bigger and bigger. I'm thinking, I have to go to the doctor to see what this is. And then it started to get like white, like a form of whitehead. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And then since it had a whitehead, I'm like, okay, it's got a whitehead. This thing could be popped. Is it a cyst? I don't know what's going on. So I boiled water and I got like a washcloth. And dipped it in the, the boiling water to get a really hot cloth. And I placed that hot compress over the cyst. And it got even whiter and whiter and whiter until the thing popped. I'm like, ah, whatever it was, just popped. But then you see, like, the tiny little hair in there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is an ingrown hair. Same thing. Get the tweezers out. And it's just like. Surgery. Just, yeah, That's surgery. surgery. You're breaking the skin. Broke the skin. There was some blood. Pulled the thing. But it, it was such a such relief to pop the thing. And then to get that ingrown hair that was in there. And it was long, too. It's like, oh, my gosh. How long was that thing growing in there? It's disgusting. It's, it's, isn't it satisfying when you pull one of those out? And it's all, like, wiry and wiggly. Yeah, it's all, like, it's curly. Like, like a snake. Ugh, a coiled I've snake. I've seen those. <laughs> my husband gets those sometimes, like, on his face. And we'll pull it out. It's like, oh, my gosh. This thing's so weird. It's so long, too. It's like pulling out like a, like a, like a, like a 
handkerchief that doesn't end. Yeah, um, this text just came in. It says, I feel like I'm performing some sort of surgery whenever I dig a sliver out of my skin. Yeah, if you get like a, a little uh, splinter or something and then you were just sitting there, we would also always go in. My mom would take a, a needle and light light a match and then sterilize it and then start digging to get it out. And when you get it just perfectly with the tweezers, you pull it out, it feels like you're performing surgery. What about the girls with the teeth, loose tooth or something? A tooth's about to fall out. It's kind of irritating. Ever gone in there and yanked a tooth out? Um, yeah, I've yanked out quite a few teeth, but it has to be hanging on by a thread. Mm. I won't, if it really needs to be like... Steph has her wisdom teeth. Can you take care of her? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would never go so far as to like get pliers or something. Although I'm sure people have, um, if you're in really severe pain, you'll pretty much do whatever it is you got to do to get out of it. So sometimes you can't wait to go to the doctor or something. Sometimes they're not available too. Yeah. Let's talk to Nikita. Nikita, did you perform surgery on yourself? Yes, I did. What happened? So um, I was a teenager, and I was walking to my room, and I actually stepped on a nail in my own room, and I had to put a really hard toy in my mouth and pull out the nail that was in my foot. Mm. I'm like, I'm like clutching my face right now. I can't imagine. So, so you basically had to like quiet yourself with the toy, stick it in the mouth as like, so you could bite down on it. And how did it work out after? Were you all right? I was perfectly fine, but I for sure made sure I had no more nails in my room. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. That just sounds painful. I'm glad you're okay, Nikita. Look at you, you surgeon. You, we're all surgeons. <laughs> I missed my calling. Yeah. I could dig toenails out for people. I'm so good at it now. <laughs> this is the second time the, uh, there was an Akita reference on the show yesterday. Do you remember why? No. You don't? Steph, do you know why we talked about an Akita on the show? Oh, oh, oh. Um, it was today or yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, that sounds so familiar. You guys still remember? You don't remember either, Mercedes? Can you uh, give us around a time? It was yeah. around this time. It was, yeah, it was exactly this time yesterday we had an Akita reference on the show. Um, it's coming back to Netflix, the show, the 2010 action show. <laughs> <laughs> was it Nikita on the USA Network for like 15 years, but no one ever watched it? I have no it? idea. Oh, Nikita, we were talking about strip clubs. And it oh. was the Yelp review, and it was a girl that was working at a strip club. Her stripper name was Nikita. And yes. she got a great review. Very yes. good. Yes. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. that we was love Nikita. Her. Yeah, we're big fans of Nikita. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about, where's my hot Sorry, guys. Uh, hmm. <laughs> it's here somewhere. Okay, there it is. Uh, parents that had this growing up are more likely to spank their kids. We'll talk about that. Also, tomorrow is Groundhog Day, but how accurate is the groundhog really? Spoiler alert, not very. We'll talk about that. And a TikToker got fined almost $20,000 for doing this. It's pretty bad. We'll tell you about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Parents who experienced spanking or any sort of like physical punishment in their childhood may be more likely to spank their children. Estimates show that between 19 and 62% uh, percent of parents still apply 
physical punishment. Wow, that's a big gap. 19 and 62%. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere in between there. Um, those those percentages actually vary by the age of the child and by the country. But what determines whether parents will use spanking with their children or not? Well, the study showed that older parents were, were a bit less likely to have been spanked in their childhood. And the same was the case for parents with higher household incomes. Experiencing physical and emotional abuse as well as living in a household with a person suffering from a mental illness was also associated with somewhat higher likelihood that that person's child would be spanked. However, the strongest association with the the parent being spanked it was was with the parent being spanked in childhood. Parents who reported being spanked in their own childhood were more than twice as likely to report that their child has also been spanked. Were you spanked? I was spanked. I was, but I don't spank my kids. Um and I, I didn't spank my kids. Um it was just I I didn't feel like it was uh, and it wasn't very often, but when I I got spanked, I just didn't, I felt like it was such a mixed message and I'm not telling anyone what they need to do. You raise your child the way you need to. But, you know, like I, I remember once I got spanked because I was hitting my brother. So they're saying, don't hit your brother. I'm going to hit you. Like, violence, uh, yeah, don't like, do violence, like, but they have violence on you. I just, it confused me so much. I was just like, wait. Okay, like, I don't know. It just, so I decided I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to punish them in other ways. And they get punished. Believe me, I think there's times they wish that I spanked right, them instead. Yeah. But um, yeah, I did get spanked, but I, do, I don't spank my kids. What about you? I, I was not spanked. Not to my knowledge, unless it was happening when I was real little, like, you know, one, two years old. I don't recall any of it. But as uh, as my memory, going back, I, w- I was never spanked. My sister wasn't spanked. My uh, my brother, he was. Never, we just we weren't spanked. But again, for me, unless there was something that happened that I don't recall, but to my knowledge, I was not spanked. But why were you hitting your brother? Because he was hitting me, and he always mm. knew how to do it where he didn't get caught. So he would start it. He would like start hitting me, so I'd fight back. And the second I'd start fighting back, he'd just curl up in a ball, and it would look like I was attacking him. It's the he NFL was rule. So sneaky, man. So sneaky. NFL, strike first. Don't strike second. <laughs> you strike first. Then the other guy goes to strike. The ref always sees the second strike. Yeah. They don't see the first strike. So always, always strike first. Never strike second. Oh, he got awful. you. He got you. Oh, yeah. He was a master at that. Steph, did you get spanked as a kid at all? I was spanked once. I don't remember it, but my mom told me, and she said I didn't want to go to bed for some reason, and it was when I was around four. And she said, all right, then you're going to get a spanking for not wanting to go to sleep. And she said, well, I was getting spanked. I didn't cry. I just had my hands crossed and I was on my mom's lap and she was going to town. I'm like, go ahead. Spank me. And she never spanked me again. She's like, it doesn't affect her. Stone face, yeah. Else. <laughs> oh, yeah, never got spanked again. She's a machine. She doesn't bleed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, fine. Was that? That's the, one. That was only one? Yeah. Oh, God, I deleted the other one. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, What? Oh, okay. Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. So, so tomorrow is Groundhog Day. It's celebrated annually on February 2nd in the U.S. and Canada, where people gather around to watch the groundhog, Punxsutawney Phil, emerge from his bur- er, his burrow to predict the weather. Now, the idea is if the groundhog sees its shadow on February 2nd, there's going to be six more weeks of winter. If they don't, it's going to be an early spring. So, Here's the deal. Is is this really accurate? I mean, come on. We're we've been doing this for years. Groundhog Day's predictions, they say are not very accurate according to the National Climatic Data Center. Punxsutawney Phil's predictions have only been correct 
about 39% of the time. Now, there's other groundhogs that do this, and they have slightly higher accuracy rates. Their predictions are correct around 40 to 44% of the time. There are a lot of factors that can affect the accuracy of Groundhog Day predictions, including the weather conditions on the day of the event, the groundhog's behavior, and the interpretation of the prediction itself. I'm trying to find There's one where they, they pulled the groundhog out and it bit the guy. He dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't wake me you up. You deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> like, can we just move on from this? Like, how do you know that the groundhog sees it's shattered? Does he tell you, saw it? Like, yeah. uh, uh, where, are you just guessing? I just, I think it's so ridiculous. It was New York City. Uh, the uh, New York City mayor, uh, Staten Island, uh, dropped it. Why are they doing Groundhog Day in Staten Island? It's a Puxitani thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it needs to go away. <laughs> he wasn't having anything. Of it. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, uh, this is like the movie Jaws, but kind of in reverse. A TikToker in China just got a huge fine after filming herself cooking and eating a great white shark. Now, she goes by the name Tizzy online, and the shark was six feet long. Authorities in China have been investigating ever since she posted this video last summer, and it shows her buying the shark illegally and then cooking it over a big fire. Then she picks up like a huge chunk and takes a bite. Great white sharks are considered a vulnerable species and they're protected in China. So after the video went viral, they confiscated some of her leftovers. They tested the tissue samples and they confirmed it was a great white. They charged her with violating China's wild protection, uh, wild animal protection law. And they just fined her $18,500. The people who sold her the shark are also facing charges. Um, if you're curious, she said the meat was very tender, but it's like the stuff people will do just to get like a viral TikTok kind of blows my mind. Oh, my gosh. Know? I saw some video. Maybe it's an older one, but I just saw it recently where someone was it was some, I don't know, some famous steps or something. You shouldn't go up. And they were climbing up the steps to get a video and people started attacking the person for climbing up these like religious steps. It's like, why do they do this stuff? Oh, was it the steps in Chicken Itza or in Mexico? I think, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was, uh, yeah, there, that was the second person to do that. Um, like in the last few months, it's it's been because you're not supposed to go through steps, right? That's that's like a sacred. Yeah, thing. it's a Mayan temple. Like you are supposed to leave it alone, um, and and people are just thinking they're so funny just to get their little viral TikTok. It's ridiculous. Hey, look at me! Yeah, selfie. Get my steps in for the day. <laughs> oh my god! Annoying. It's Mix ninety four point one. I gotta tell you, Mercedes, I said something on this show uh, on Monday. That I got a lot of heat for. I got heat in person. Just on Monday? Yes. <laughs> I mean, don't you say something every day that you get heat for? Come on. I want to talk about what I said on Monday morning. Oh, okay. They got me some heat. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't remember what it was. I, I got heat on the text line. I got heat in person. I got heat from other DJs on this radio station talking about me on their show. And what I said was, I came on to, another radio station. No, on our station. Oh, okay. J Love. After once we wrapped up on the air, J Love was giving me heat on the air during his show. Oh boy, what did he say? Uh, he was coming down on me for what I said, and what I said was, the Super Bowl was established, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I said on Monday, I'm excited about the game. I am rooting for Philadelphia. Now, I'm a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. Grew up a Cowboys fan. I was born a Cowboys fan. I will always be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Grew up in Philly. Hated the Eagles growing up. But there was like a transition as I got older. Like, okay, if the Dallas Cowboys aren't in it, 
I'm happy to see Philadelphia win. I'm happy to see the Eagles win. I'm happy to see my mom get excited. My family and friends that are Eagles fans back home. I'm happy to see them get that Super Bowl. Dallas is playing Philly. Mm, Cowboys all the way. But I got heat from Cowboys fans. You're not a true Cowboys fan. They are the enemy. We don't want to see them win. It's like, people, calm down. (laughs) Calm down, people. I got some heat over that comment. Well, I'm trying to put myself in your position. Like, uh, you know, they're the number one rivals of the Cowboys. So let's say, like, okay, with me and the Yankees, let's say my mom was a Boston Red Sox fan and the Red Sox were going to the World Series. There's no way I would wish for them to win. I would actually wish for them to lose. So I I get you want your mother's happiness and you're obviously putting your mother's happiness before your team loyalty. And that's commendable. But I would never root for the enemy team at all. But never. Let's, let's, but I'm not going to give you a hard time for it because it just shows how much you love your mom. Well, it's also, yeah, but let's put yourself in this situation. Let's say you grew up in Boston. You grew up in Boston, your mom and your all your uncles, your mom, everyone in your family, everyone around you, except for your father and your brother, were, 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 were Red Sox fans. Uh, even more so. That way I could be like, ha ha, they lost. <laughs> See, I, I think I think I think I'm the only one in this situation because I got a lot of heat. Not not a true Cowboys fan. They're the enemy. Are they the enemy? I know they're the enemy. I know they're the enemy. They are the enemy. I want Dallas to beat them. When Dallas plays Philly, I want Dallas to win. I want Dallas to go to the Super Bowl. But you know what, Cowboys fans, they're not in it. But the Eagles are. And so I'm excited to see for the city of Philadelphia that I grew up in and for my mom and other Eagles fans that I know, I'm excited to see them get a Super Bowl. Are you excited for the people that you know from Kansas City and, and you know, maybe they're excited? Are you excited for those people, too? Are you, uh, are, you know, do you are you just rooting for the excitement of people, you know, I uh, I've got a couple buddies that's from Kansas City, diehard cheese fans. Um I am more rooting for Philadelphia there. I'd rather see the Eagles win because of my connection to the city and my family back there versus my buddy Steve, who is the biggest Chiefs fan that I know. I would never give you a hard time for doing that, but I get the argument. It just is like, no, anyone but them, anyone but them. That is the enemy. But I love how you love your family, so I would never say anything negative about that. But I will say on the text lines, there are a lot of people that disagree with me. Oh, I know it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's funny. You go back to when I was a teenager, Oh my! I wanted the e- I man. I hatred for the Eagles. Like th- like thirteen year old JC would not be in a situation. I'd be like, I, I want the Chiefs to win. I would I would want nothing but the Eagles to get blown out in the Super Bowl. But it's like I think it's with me. It's a maturity thing that I'd, I'm like. Okay, I can appreciate the my family that are fans for the Eagles. That I I'll give you that. Uh, Steph, what do you think? Let's say um, who's the biggest rival of the Chargers? The Chiefs. Oh, okay. So let's say uh, well they're going to the Super Bowl. Are you rooting for them? Absolutely not. <laughs> I am not rooting for the Chiefs. Ramon's in here, and he is a Raiders fan, and he actually heard you talking about this on the radio, JC, and he agrees with everyone else. It's not like us, us Chargers and Raiders fans are not going to root for the the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. But it's so okay. Okay, the Eagles are the Cowboys' number one rivalry, but then you also. We have the Commanders and also the Giants. Giants or Commanders are in the Super Bowl. I don't want to see them win. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. It's something to do with being from that city and knowing so many people that are part of that fan base growing up in that city. I'm not saying I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm just saying I'm happy to see them win the Super Bowl.
I don't know. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> That's a no for me too, dog. <laughs> but we're not going to give you a hard time because there's enough people already doing. Oh, that. I know. I'm getting the heat. I can take the heat. Trust. Me. I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, okay, first off, calm down, people. You really need to uh, displace anger coming at me over some of this stuff. Jayla was on the air. I mean, spitting hate at me. It wasn't even like 10:05. I'm like, dude, we just wrapped up the show, and he was coming at me so hard. Steph, can you get him on the phone? Yes, let's, absolutely. Let's uh, let's find out where this. Uh, I mean, was it full on hate, or was he just giving? Was he just he came bit. in here afterwards. You said hate. That's strong. Was he like, I hope you die. I hate you so much. He came. He didn't use those words. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, he didn't wish okay. that I die. But he came in. He's like, dude, what are you doing, man? They're the enemy. I'm like, dude, calm down. I agree with him. I'm sorry. I would usually go on, go on your side, but I just. Mm, when I, Matt switched from the Raiders fan becoming Broncos, what was that like? That was, uh, he went full force. He's like, boo Raiders. <laughs> he just was like, that's it. That Does he went. ever have any, like, I mean, that's in his DNA, the Raiders. Does he ever root for them to? Nope. He's, he switched. <laughs> it's full on switch. Hi, J-Love. What up? Did you spit hatred at JC? Is that what I'm hearing? You spit hatred towards him? I didn't spit hatred. JC, did, he said a, he did not spit hatred. What's going you on came, here? You came at me hard on Monday morning on, during your show. It was the fir- first break. We just wrapped up the show. We said goodbye, and I turned up the volume in the studio, and you're next door coming down at me so hard. Well, because here's the thing. As Cowboys fans, we don't root for Philly. We don't root for the Giants. We don't root for the, uh, the Commanders. We don't root for them even if they're in the Super Bowl. We don't. Mm. I hope the Eagles win. You just don't do it. Oh, man. He just said he hopes the Eagles win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. No. no you don't root for the Eagles. Here's the reason why, bro. You don't root for the Eagles because then they'll have another one-up on us in these kind of situations. I don't want to hear Eagles fans going, oh, we got another Super Bowl. Where are you Cowboys? And you guys haven't won a Super Bowl since the 80s or the 90s and stuff like that. I don't want to hear that anymore. The one star is a rating, not your <laughs> logo. <laughs> That's just what I've heard. I'm not saying yeah. that. <laughs> we, need, we need a VCRJ to watch our Super Bowl win. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Dallas, man. next year's the Cowboys year. I don't want any Eagles fans to have any anything on us anymore. I'm done. So when you say that you want to root because of your mom, I get that. But if my mom, because my mom is a, a is a Rams fan, I wouldn't even root for the Rams <laughs> if I was in. No, hell no. What I'm if getting, that I'm was getting... like her last wish? Yeah. Like, please go for, the, go for the Rams. You still say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. All right, thanks, Jayla. See you, buddy. Sorry, man. I I, I don't know what to tell you. That just. Uh... <laughs> You are catching some heat for that. Uh, gotta, There's uh, some people that are coming to your defense, so, you know, no worries. Co-worker here. Really? Flip the switch. Philly fans would never root for the Cowboys. I, I, I know they wouldn't, but I'm just saying because I'm from Philly. I'm happy for my mom and my other family well, members. Well, if you're from Philly, why aren't you an Eagles fan? Because my dad raised me right, that's why. He raised me to root for America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and that ain't changing, my friend. So is that telling you that your mom did not raise you right? Uh, I'm saying it, uh, Yeah. Oh, so but then why are you rooting for her team if you, she didn't raise you right? Because I'm happy to be a Cowboys fan. I have my dad raise me as a Cowboys fan. I'm just happy for her and the other family members back home that are Eagles oh, fans. You're, I feel like you're contradicting yourself. I feel like you're contradicting yourself. How am I contradicting myself? Because your dad raised you right yes, to be a Cowboys heck fan. Heck yeah. I my don't want to be my anything mom else. raised me wrong to not 
be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but I go for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just, I just want them to see. I'm, I am hoping they do well in the Super Bowl. I love that you love your mom so much. That's wonderful. Thank I'm, you. I'm not coming down on you. Everyone oh, you else can. Is. You can. Oh, I, I don't need to. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel any better, and I'm not even a Cowboys fan, so I don't really care. Uh, hot three, or oh, not hot three? What's trending is coming up next. I knew I'd step in it even more by bringing this up. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for even admitting the heat that I got. Uh, hot three's up next. Uh, I'm so turned Here's around. what's coming Thank up. You. Ed Sheeran says he's back. A huge concert announcement this morning. And Tom Brady says this time he means it. What is it? It's all coming up next. And what's trending? Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Man, it has been a crazy morning. Beyonce is trending. And if you have not heard the news yet... She is returning to the global stage for her Renaissance World Tour. 40 shows across North America and Europe. And she'll be stopping right here in Las Vegas. Beyonce will be making a stop at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, August 26th. Now, if you want your tickets, first of all, good luck. Second of all, Ticketmaster, please don't let us down. And third of all, you need to register. So you need to do the Ticketmaster verified fan thing. If you uh, go to their website, you can register for that and uh, hopefully get your tickets to see Beyonce. Whatever, there's tickets all next week for you. Whatever before you can buy them tickets. The register, I did the Beyonce, the, the uh, Taylor Swift one, and that was that. That took a while. Did you do the Beyonce pre-register? How easy was it? Oh yeah, it took me less than one minute. Oh, okay. It was like quick. It was it was really easy. I don't know if they. Uh, Increase their uh, storage or something on the Ticketmaster <laughs> website, but it was like really, really quick. Okay, so it's no to know. problem. Also trending this morning is Tom Brady, the legendary quarterback, announced his retirement this morning. Again, in a video, he said that he is retiring for good this time. Here's what he had to say I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so I uh, really thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Guess that means he's not going to the Raiders. <laughs> he has won seven Super Bowls and was named Super Bowl MVP five times. There were so many rumors the past couple of weeks about him going to the Raiders, too. Just one season. He has all the uh, the tools there to win a Super Bowl. Would win the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Yeah, he's done. Nope, he's not coming. Um, Well, who knows? Maybe he'll change his mind again. We'll say he says for good, but nothing's for good, right? Um, And then finally, Ed Sheeran is trending. The singer returned to social media yesterday after a long absence. He he said the reason he was gone was because he was going through some stuff. Here's what he had to say. The reason I'm making this video is uh, just being totally honest. I've had some turbulent things been happening in my personal life, so I just didn't really feel like being online uh, and pretending to be something I'm not when I wasn't feeling like that. He didn't get into specifics, but the last couple of years were really busy for him. He and his wife welcomed a second daughter. He also started his mathematics tour in Europe in April of last year, wrapped it up in September. And then this May, he comes to the U.S. and Canada. So a lot going on for Ed Sheeran, and that is what's trending. It's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Happy February. Thanks for kicking it off with us. 
Can't wait to come back and do it all over again tomorrow. We'll have more tickets for you to see Usher in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. And don't forget, it was just announced, Beyonce's World Tour coming to Allegiant Stadium. And we'll have your tickets to see her all next week. Win them before you can buy them tickets. So you definitely want to put that in the calendars and, and be listening for that. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Yeah, Mercedes is spot on. We had a major announcement today. We announced that Beyonce's coming to town in August. And, and that was a big announcement. But to me, this was bigger. So today we're getting four brand new toilets. Wow. Isn't that That's exciting. Exci- yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, uh, they're, they're there right now. Are my you husband serious? sent me a picture. I'm like so excited oh. about a new toilet. Are they getting installed right now? So by the time you get home, you can use one? Yes, yes. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So I'm drinking lots of water. So by the time I get home, I'll I want to see an Instagram reel tonight. I want to see, see a follow up. What a, what a glorious day. Beyonce, Mercedes is getting four new toilets. You're welcome to come over and meet the toilets if you'd like. Name I... them. We got to give them names. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's think about good names for my new toilets. And I want to know tomorrow morning which one's your bias. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun today. That'll do it for show number 1772 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.